0: Oh, Alright, guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts for mind. one in
1: mind.
0: One, two, Will three. Welcome, welcome back, back
1: to our extraordinary mm-hmm. And we That's back. Right. That'll work right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. back. we
0: What's going on, everybody? It's That Ordinary Podcast with the Extraordinary Thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickman, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Man, oh man, it's Friday. Thank God, dog. Like, thank, oh my God. It, look, let me just go ahead and address this now. If it sounds like I got a lisp, it, I bit my tongue really hard. My tongue is swollen <laughs> and it's, it's going to be like this for a couple of more days. So, like, if you just if if I sound like I'm off, it's, it's not I'm OK. It's my mouth. OK, Um, but how's everybody doing? You know, uh, if you. This the, I, I really feel like this episode is definitely going to be pulling at my heartstrings. And the reason why is, is because if you haven't been following me on Instagram and at this point now, like if you, if you listen to the, if you listen into the podcast and you don't follow me on Instagram, I don't know what the fuck's going on at this point. Like, like, how do you even know about the podcast? Like who referred you? Like, like, how do you not want to go, you know, check out the author, the podcaster, you know, the speaker, whatever. But I've been hinting a lot about toxic leadership. And the reason why is because of, you know, just the month. And Before I dive in the importance of this month, I really want to just say that I checked out my earlier episodes again. And, you know, yes, they're fresh. Yes, they're a little cringe. But that message, that message, powerful. But I also listen to the emotions that are behind each word that I say. A lot of people don't know that, you know, each episode, my earlier episodes, like my, my first 10 episodes, I was going through it. I was going through it. Depression, anxiety. I was making sense of things. Like, like people don't understand, like this podcast really did something for me. You know, the same way that it did something for somebody out there, it really did a lot for me too. So when I did my first episode about toxic leadership, I was talking about a toxic leader within my life. You know, and I remember when that episode came out, you know, somebody came up to me and was like, hey, that episode in Toxic Leadership, was that about me? No, nah, it wasn't about you. It was about a couple of other people, though. And I list the things that they were. My next episode, part two to Toxic Leadership, because I did a second part to it, you know, I talked about the toxic leader, but I tried to switch gears a little bit because I had started to heal. And I really... I want to talk about how to be a better leader. You know what I mean? Like, how can you be a good leader? But even then, you know, I I just feel like I'm, you know, every time I go back to an older episode, I always, I'm in a different mindset. And I always ask myself like, damn, I wish I would have talked about this. Damn, I really wish I would have covered this. And now, you know, one thing I've started to do is start to put that out into the community and ask, what is a toxic leader? And the replies that I got, you know, were, You know, and bear with me with my reading. You know, I read at a third grade reading level, but not listening to their subordinates at the right times, Uh a hypocrite and one who burns Marines for shit that they do, who sets the wrong example, okay? Not practicing what they preach, the creepy NCO that's always fucking with the damn junior Marines. You know, before we dive into this episode, one thing that I want to pride myself on is that I may be a lot of things, but one thing that I ain't going to ever fucking be is that NCO... That leader that fucking messes with the junior subordinates. Like, 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 I don't know who needs to hear that. But if you are that type of person, you're a piece of shit. But a <laughs> little off topic. My favorite one was not being humble. Not listening to your subordinates. Not knowing your subordinates. One thing that it seemed that we all had in common was that we all know what a toxic leader is. We all know what the traits of a toxic leader are. We know that. And in both of those episodes, I covered what it is to be a toxic leader. I literally was walked up to you and showed you like, hey, this is a fire. You put your hand on it. You know, you're going to feel that it's a fire. It's hot. You know, this is a duck. It quacks like a duck. It walks like a duck. Watch it swim. It's a duck. But the one thing that I didn't cover, and you know, it really didn't hit
1: me until, it really didn't hit me until this month, to be honest with you, uh, yeah, I talk a lot of shit about a toxic leader, but hell, I could have been a toxic leader. (laughs) I could have been the toxic leader.
0: See, what people don't understand is that it's so hard to be good all the time. It's so hard to be above reproach all the time. To outperform you all the time. To be the best one all the time. To be the strong one. All that shit weighs on you. And, 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 and to be honest with you, you got to get fed. Just like how when you work out, you got to put the proper nutrition back into your body. It's the same way that if you're going to be that top performer, you got to be properly nourished in order to continue. And if you don't, you're going to start to your results going to start to fall to the wayside. I really need you to understand how I'm talking right now. And one of the biggest things that will probably keep you as a top performer. You know, is receiving a promotion.
1: As I talk about this day. My heart swells. My heart swells because somebody right now, for me, this is the last time I wear this rank. For them, it's the last time they wear this uniform. And I remember it, you know,
0: I was in my office for like two hours, you know, and I don't get signal in my office. Two hours I had been working. And when I finally came out, I remember my phone going off, you know, because it finally had picked up a tower. And looking down, you know, it was just like, it was crazy, you know, it was almost unrealistic, unbelievable. You know, everybody was telling me like, congratulations. I look into that, you know, the head office. I'm like, yo, like, did the message come out? And they're like, yeah, it came out a couple hours ago. I said, what the fuck? Why ain't nobody tell me? I ran back in my office and, you know, I pulled up the message. And as I was scrolling down and I finally got to my name, I need you to understand that I scrolled down. I didn't type it in. I needed to scroll down.
1: And I saw a thick pen. I dropped to the ground, man. I had to just drop to the ground. And I just started thanking God. The tears, they just started to come down. They came down because, yeah, I wanted it. Yeah, this was such a big moment in my career.
0: I mean, who ain't going to be happy that they got promoted? But for me and uh, so many others, this was either going to be the last time I wore this rank or it was the last time I wore this uniform. I remember, you know, as we, you know, as we dive into this episode, I remember going on Instagram, and, you know, I remember, if you know Koke's story, you know how big it was for Koke to, you know, get selected, and I imagine if I would be able to share that exact moment with him, you know what I'm talking about, like, if I would be able to share that feeling, and I remember seeing how excited that man's face was, because after all that adversity, he had finally made it. As I was scrolling down, I really want you to understand, I scrolled down. I didn't type my name. I needed to fill it.
1: Because there's a sudden transformation. Let me rephrase. On this journey called
0: life, we get chances to make detours. And at that detour right there, I really need you to understand that I was at a crossroad as I was scrolling down. That if my name wasn't on that list, I would have been going down another route. And because my name was on that list, I was able to continue to keep going. The route that I would have went down, I don't think I would have been here. And i don't say that in like a suicidal terms. I just don't think that I would be doing this anymore. Honestly, I think I just probably would still be going through it. I don't think that I would want to be a top performer anymore. You know, like how did people say like, oh, you know, just because you didn't get it on me, mean like, I, I don't think I would have been able to do it no more. I think that would have been the straw that would have broken for me. And I say that not out of, you know, if was a fifth. I say that because I was already tired. I already had a load on me. And honestly, if that wasn't, if, you know, if I didn't make it this round, I, I think I would have been out. You know, in a podcast dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves, how we overcome quitting, you know, how we avoid quitting on a regular basis. You know, I'm trying to talk a little bit fast to get myself hyped back up because deep down I was really in a dark place.
1: I'm thankful. I'm greatly appreciative. And it was in that moment right there.
0: I finally understood. That is not. Toxic leaders. Leaders. The it's it's uh, we know exactly what they are, but we don't know how it happens.
1: Honestly, it's just a misstep and going in the wrong direction. I a phrase is just really a change in direction.
0: So, with that being said, you know, I really wanted to dedicate this this episode to the wrong direction that the leader took, and. In order to really go down the wrong direction that a leader could take, I had to go all the way back. You know, and I, you know, I please bear with me because I think I just really want to use myself as an example. Because. Damn, man. At some point, I really could have been that toxic leader. And I really need you to understand that. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't give a fuck how good you really think you are. You really one bad decision. You just really just one bad day. You just really one more time. You know, one last time. Honestly, that's really what it is. You just really one last time away from being a fucking toxic leader. You one last time for fucking goddamn, you know what? I'm just done with this shit. And I don't care how good of a leader you think you are. Everybody ain't that goddamn good. You really want more time away from it. You just don't know when the time could happen. And as I really think about it, man, like it, it. one of the first things that you need to understand when you become an, a, a toxic leader, and let's just go ahead and get into the count because, you know, this this is an emotional episode. <laughs> the first one is improper training and lack of experience. A lot of toxic leaders It's a learned behavior. You know, it ain't, you didn't go on, you didn't just wake up one moment and decide to yourself that you were just going to be a piece of shit. You see what I'm saying? Some of them just didn't wake up. Some were actually taught this type of behavior. This is, they don't realize that they're actually a toxic leader because the behavior in which that they had learned came from another toxic leader. And another toxic leader taught them this shit. You know what I'm talking about. Because it happened to me, it can happen to you, that type of leadership. You know the bullshit that our predecessors gave us, and now we are just accepting it, accepting it, down a lot of times. And I, I've seen, I bring this one up because I literally have seen a whole platoon of just shitbag leadership. I ain't gonna say no names, but I literally have seen a whole platoon of just shitbag leadership, Marines that literally have been taught improper leadership. From their predecessors, and their predecessors taught them improper leadership. And they go on to continue to cre- they continue to create this cycle of just the shitty leader. And nobody knows no better. And it, you know, it pains me because there are a good, there's a couple good leaders in there. And I talk to them about that. Like, damn, man, like, you know, why is so-and-so? And they'll just look at me and be like, man, you can't help everybody. Can't do this. Like some people really go down their entire military career thinking that they on the right path. And the whole time they've been fucking uh, going in the dark. The whole time they don't know what the fuck they doing. Like somebody right now is thinking that they the best NCO in their shop. And they probably actually one of the worst NCOs in the battalion. But they don't even realize that because the best NCOs in their shop are the worst NCOs within the battalion. Like Like some people just they weren't properly trained. You know, they, they don't have the experience and a lot of times, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but the thing that you need to understand is that in order to experience something, you have to experience it in order to have experience on something. You have to experience it. And a lot of times, you know, especially in this alpha male organization, you know, this social predatorial organization where it matters. If you have experience in something, you will get promoted. Before you actually have the experience to be able to provide an input in a situation, but because you got promoted, you are now in the conversation and you got to figure out a way to speak. And sometimes a lot of people just don't, they, they, they they should shut the fuck up, but they won't. And, and, and that's, that's one of the biggest in that route right there. I remind myself, I, I really think about it with me. I really think about it with me, the junior marine, the young corporal thing, the one that didn't have the concierge, you know, the ones that, that didn't have that proper guidance. I had good leadership. A lot of times people always praise me about how good of a leader I am. That's because I had good leaders. You know what I mean? Like I had good leaders. They taught me everything that they had learned. I paid attention to the shit that they were doing. And, and when it was my time to finally step into their shoes, I really need somebody to understand when I tell you to train your replacement, I really mean train your replacement. Don't just data dump shit onto your replacement. You know, somebody had recently asked me like, what do you do when you don't have a big enough shop? Like when it's just you and another junior Marine. And I couldn't figure out exactly how I was supposed to say that to him. But the one thing that I need you to understand is that although it's just you and that person, regardless if it's just you and that person or you and a hundred other people, you need to understand that you're doing the exact same thing. You're training your replacement because what you going to do when you're not there? Are you going to continue that same cycle of incompetence or are you going to ensure that it stops with you? Leadership isn't just about following the, you know, following
1: the leader. It's about pioneering sometimes, breaking that fucking chain. I'm so thankful for the leadership that I have.
0: Because I easily could have been a toxic leader. If I wasn't properly trained, I could have easily been a toxic leader. And the big issue about that is, is that when you lack experience, you get intimidated by those who have experienced it that are of lesser rank than you. When you aren't properly trained, you get intimidated by those who were. And it's an insecurity issue. I've come across people that probably they they could have been trained, but because the person that probably would have been training them would have been somebody of lesser grade, they they chose to just
1: ignorance is bliss. You're just one step away from being a toxic leader. Next,
0: never fully overcoming your adversity. In life, we all face some form of adversity. And the thing about it is, is that either A, you overcome it, or B, you don't. It's it's really simple. In 2013, I got NJP'd. And it was battalion level, maxed out. The only thing that got suspended was my rank. I received everything else. (laughs) And... I was so thankful that that happened. I was thankful that it happened because just like what I mentioned earlier, it gave me experience in a field that I had never been in. It gave me the ability to be able to navigate through, you you know, when you face some form of adversity, when you get NJP, you're able to talk to other NJP Marines. You know what I mean? You talk to other people that have been NJP. Let me phrase you know, because I got a couple of people that, when you get in trouble, you can talk to people that have been in trouble before. Cause you're not, you're not really talking on your high horse. You just flew in on experience airline, but there is a, there's a take from that because I had faced some form of adversity. You know, I got NJP'd. I will always be in second place. I will always be in second place. And a lot of times you see a good leader become a toxic leader, become that entity within their shop that no longer brings good. They just making the room just bad with because they weren't able to get over it. You know, they, they, they just can't get over the fact that they just, quote unquote, I hope you can see my fingers, got fucked over. Like, damn, man, like, you know, it wasn't really my fault. It took me. That NJP taught me so much. It taught me ownership. It taught me a level of accountability that a lot of people can never have. I really had to take a step back and make peace with the fact that it was my fault. It wasn't the other party's fault. It wasn't my command's fault. My command didn't fuck me over. You know, and and I say that because when you can't get over something, that shit poisons you. It, It poisons your performance. Every time you don't get what you want, you blame that situation. And trust me, this is part of the next one. But yeah, I, I it was always going to be because my NJPY I would never be as successful. And I had to make peace with that. Because one thing that you need to understand is that you need to let go of entitlement. Many toxic leaders go down that path because they fall under the victim of entitlement. You got to understand that nobody owes you a fucking thing. Nobody owes you anything in an organization where you volunteered to serve. I apologize for anybody that might find that shocking. Nobody owes you anything and anything that you do. Be thankful for the opportunity and the experience that you acquire, but don't be expecting a reward. And don't be shocked when they hold you accountable. Like, like, like that's the bigger issue is that a lot of times people don't go get over their adversity because as they were going through the adversity, they were shocked that somebody held them fucking accountable. After thought, you know, they say, like, after all I did for this battalion, after all I did for this platoon, after all I did for them, they do this to me as soon as something happens. No, that's because what you did was so far into the left that we couldn't save your ass no more. And a lot of times, usually before something big like that happens, you had already been warned prior to people just don't randomly just, you know, sink the fucking ship. Before the ice, before the Titanic actually submerged, that motherfucker broke in half first. That motherfucker had a damn hole in it, and then it sunk. A lot of y'all, before y'all even broke in half and began to sink, y'all already had a little hole in y'all. Y'all are already sinking. So it's because you never got over your adversity, that's why you probably became a toxic leader. It's because you never got, you never took accountability for the situation. You never took ownership of the situation. That is why that thing looms over your head. Moving on. I think one of the hardest things, and this is probably the, this one right here, it just. mm. From 2013 till now. I will always be reminded that I was a Marine that got in trouble. And when it first happened, that shit used to bother my soul, man. I would be performing, outperforming the average person, the average Marine. I'm outperforming them, but the average Marine about to get awarded and I'm not because guess what the average Marine don't got that I do. A lot of people don't understand is that when you face some form of adversity, you got to really understand you got, you really got to work harder to get out of second place. Like your second place is somebody's first, but the thing is, is that you always going to be in second place because unlike that person that you're probably competing with, they probably don't have any adverse paperwork on them. They didn't go through it. You did. I remember being on boards and I would be outperforming everybody, but I would still lose. And that shit used to burn me out. That shit used to burn me out so much. Because I was like, damn, can they just get over it? I got over it. What do y'all want me to do? And then I sit back and I, I think about the toxic leader that probably was a stellar marine. He was solid. Got hit with some adversity that they just couldn't, they just couldn't get past. And then they realized that it's easier to just be a shitbag than it is to be a good marine. It's easier just to allow yourself to sink than to keep treading water. And what I mean by that is, is that a lot of people don't understand, but we got a real nasty habit of awarding the shit bag. We got a real nasty habit of rewarding the shit bag. And I, you know, this is one of my biggest issues within the military and a lot of people get burnt out and they just choose to stop outperforming and just start to perform is that we all get paid the same. Regardless of the situation, we all get paid the same. Even if you show up fucking two hours late and I don't, I'm still, you're still about to make the exact same. And that gets taken advantage of so much. That because of this motherfucker who's a piece of shit. The thing is, is that they not going to give him any responsibility. This guy right here who can't even be trusted to lead himself, let alone lead another human being, you know, the one that can't even be trusted to fucking put their uniforms on the right way. So somebody else got to look over, you know, the one that can't be trusted to show up on time. So somebody else got to go get them, you know, the one that can't be trusted to do their job. So somebody else looks over, he gets paid the exact same amount of money that I do. And meanwhile, I have more responsibility than he does. And the only difference between him and I is the fact that I receive accolades. And I really wanted to tell you at this moment right here, because there was a moment in my life where I just really wanted to just say this. Fuck them accolades. Fuck them accolades. Everybody telling me that I'm the best sergeant, but i I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not the best sergeant. I'm just the almost overworked sergeant. You know how frustrating it is to look at another person that's the exact same rank as you. And knowing that y'all getting paid the same and this motherfucker ain't doing anything. Like you stressed out about a deadline that this motherfucker knows nothing about. Like, like he literally just waking up, putting on a uniform, putting on a rank and just going through life. Do you know how frustrating that is? And a lot of times people just realize like, yo, like, fuck this. Like, like what's the purpose of performing more than somebody else? And I bet you thinking right now, oh, well, you know, you're going to get on a meritorious board. You're going to get awarded. You're eventually, it's going to pay off.
1: That's true. That's true. But what if it don't? Hmm?
0: What you're telling me ain't sometimes ain't enough. Like, yeah, you know, like everybody want to go through that moment. You know, your moment going to come. But And I used to promise myself that my moment would come. But the thing is, is that my moment and my father, they seemed like they had a lot in common. They made promises, but they never showed. You know, they said that they was going to come, but it felt like they just didn't come. Meanwhile, you see somebody that's in a completely different MOS than you. And this is the part right here that just really just make you want to take a step back and just say like, you know what? I'm just going to go through life. Because you see somebody that's in a different MOS than you. that work with you, though. And they ain't done a, they ain't done half of what you did that month. But yet they getting promoted over you. They fucked the Marines over. But they about to receive some reward. Your peers that's in the exact same platoon, you got to actually hold them accountable. And the only thing that you receiving as a reward for your hard labor is more labor. Who in the right mind will want that? So, 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 look, look, I know, I don't know who need to hear this, but for the person that dropped a pack because they was just tired of carrying everybody else's shit, I don't blame you. I don't blame you tired. The problem is, is that you was never able to pick your pack back up because you got intoxicated by the fact that because you don't have to worry about doing anything else, nobody else relies on you. You just existing. You no longer present. You just existing. And it was in that moment right there, you started to go down that detour of the toxic leader. Like, if you haven't gathered anything within this episode, I really need you to understand that it's not that the person just woke up one day and just said, hey, fuck this. It isn't that, you know, we were just promoting the pieces of shit like, no, it was in moments where they just said, hey, I'm not going down this route no more. I'm about to just go down this route. It's just easier. And you see it a lot of times within the higher echelons, you know, the higher ranks. Like, why am I going to work harder? I mean, he's going to do the exact same thing. I'm just going to wait till my retirement.
1: Next. And this. This is something I'm starting to see.
0: A lot of times you, you see the person become a toxic leader because
1: they're just not happy no more. They're not in love no more. They're no longer passionate. But
0: the thing is, is that they put too much time in this. You know, 10 years, 12 years, 15, 17 years. They're
1: closer. They have more time and, than they do left. But they in love with something else. The
0: same way that you see a lot of people in marriages, they just stand for the kids. They just stand for the retirement, but they in love with something else. You know, the influencers, the people that are entrepreneurs, the people that are working harder in their businesses out on the other side, because those things that you pour into on the other side are starting to show, you know, it's a, it's a give and take. You're the re- the fruits of your labor on the outside, so you pour more on the outside. I'm not saying that any of this is wrong. I'm not saying that any of this is right. But without balance, you will find yourself on the other end of being a toxic leader. That it's so easy to get in front of a camera and say, what's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary and give some positive fucking motivational
1: thing, but then turn around and then go and just cease. It's so
0: easy to be a podcast or an author because those things that you pour your heart and soul into, you know, they're starting to, you know, grow Meanwhile, the person that's sitting right next to you, you looking at them like, "Damn,
1: man, what happened? What's going on?" Passion, passion, man. The moment that you lose your passion and something is is you just you no longer performing. You're no longer present you just existing. And it's the sad part though is, is that what makes it so toxic
0: is, is that everybody knows that you're performing in other spectrums. You're just not performing where we need you. Because of your personal reasons towards the situation, you over it. But you ain't going to leave.
1: You're going to get what's yours, quote unquote. Man. One thing that I need everybody to understand, man, is that, and I'm probably going to revisit this episode one more
0: time, but anybody can be a toxic leader. Shit, you can be a toxic leader Monday and get your shit back together on Wednesday. Hell, you could have been an outstanding leader Wednesday and realize that you just can't do it Friday. This journey called life, we just take detours. And at any given moment, man, I'm grateful for my promotion. I'm thankful. For the leaders that poured into me and the the Marines that trusted me to lead them. But fuck, man, this shit was hard. (laughs) This shit was hard. And for those who are facing this exact same type of issue, you know, wondering what could have caused it. Or, you know, that good leader, I'm telling you right now, man, if I can't do anything for you, I just need you to be advised that you are just one misstep away from going down that route. How can you help yourself? I would say take that break. Understand that in due time, your moment will come. But you need to be able to wait, say to yourself every single
1: morning do you still love this shit? Do you still think that you can continue?
0: And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Follow this podcast. Pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves. Even though I don't know what that type of version is, I just know that you can be better. Lastly... Don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind, available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. I think
1: there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.